Frank Sinatra was born in 1912 in Hoboken, New Jersey, and eventually pursued a career in both music and acting. His multifaceted career led to him becoming one of the most famous voices and faces in 20th century America. During the late 1940s, his Italian mob connections led to criticism of his character, and his reluctance to change his music style nearly caused the end of his career. Despite this, his talent, versatility, and resilience led him through tough times, thereby resulting in profound success and recognition through the present day. Get their kicks stomping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing. These lyrics are a part of the bridge leading to the chorus of the song where Sinatra details his thought process for when he is over and out. Sinatra has been through everything. He has played each role in so many scenarios. When he has failed in those roles, nothing stops him from getting back up and continuing on. Like Sinatra, all of us are just going to fail sometimes and fall down. But Sinatra gets back up. So when talking with leadership, how do we differentiate between Sinatra and the rest of us as leaders? Sinatra is what we call an effective leader. An effective leader is based on how we utilize our sincere motivation to never let failures keep us down. Motivation isn't something that just applies to an organized leader, but also to a, quote, regular person. Quote, motivations are the force that drives us to do something, end quote. But true motivations come from a deep sense of passion, which eventually becomes something called a behavioral root. The answer to why a leader wants to achieve something is their motivation. It is evident in Sinatra's song that his motivation to continue whatever he is doing is referring to is a behavioral root. Because as he sings, quote, I thought of quitting baby, but my heart just ain't gonna buy it. It is clear that nothing in Sinatra's roots is going to give. Sinatra uses his life experiences and his actions as examples of how one can overcome trials and tribulations. He had the hope and belief that he could still be successful and he wants his options the ambiguity of sinatra's lyrics supports the thought process that when dealing with failure these problems we can be used in many faces the goal of the song that's life is to tell how he has approached failure he conveys his values to his fans with the intent of simultaneously instilling hope and inspiration in them the tool he's utilizing here is called empowerment Empowerment is the ability for a leader to teach his followers how to learn on their own and to continually develop even when them as leaders are not there to help. The first part of empowerment is the need to accept our self-ownership and our power to make a change. The second part of empowerment is that we need to immerse ourselves in an environment that breaks down barriers so that everyone in our group can learn and develop. We need this environment to empower people to always do their best. Since empowerment is a self-sustaining trait, it has a long-term effect. This is more effective than relying on our motivator to always keep us going. So Cole, what do you think is the most effective way to empower? I think the best way to empower our followers is to use leadership coaching. 
As an example, let's say that we are top-notch basketball players and our coach starts lecturing us on what we did wrong and what we need to change in our game. Coaches should understand that yelling at their players for 30 minutes is not the only route to develop them and that actively guiding them to a solution is a better method for growth. So leadership coaching is a form of social learning, motivation, where we become motivated through both an interaction between our coach and ourselves and a desire to condition ourselves through self-evaluation. Another benefit of leadership coaching is that it allows the relationships between the player and the coach to be more interdependent. This is achieved because it allows the player to become more self-reliant. In becoming self-reliant, these basketball players will be like Sinatra, and they won't have help getting up. But like Sinatra, they'll learn to do it on their own. As Sinatra sings in his song, quote, And I know one thing. Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. When it used to be so clear And the summer went so quickly This year Yes, there used to be a ballpark right Two decades after winning his acting awards, Sinatra released a song reflecting on his experience watching the Dodgers in Brooklyn during the 1950s. His lyrics stated, quote, There used to be a ballpark where the field was warm and green and the people played their crazy game with a joy I'd never seen, end quote. Sinatra then chooses to compare this past experience to the present day at the time when the song was released. The line reads, quote, Now the children try to find it, and they can't believe their eyes, because the old team just isn't playing, and the new team hardly tries. This shows how witnessing the Dodgers achieve success was meaningful to Sinatra, and that he had hoped to have a similar impact on the youth in the early 70s era. Sinatra's main connection to the song is the fact that he and the Dodgers overcame struggles at the same time. He understood that he would have to take an alternative route in order to get, quote, back in the race, end quote. The revered book on leadership named The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey defines this characteristic as being proactive. In his book, he says, quote, the proactive approach is to change from the inside out, to be different, and by being different, to affect positive change in what's out there. I can be more resourceful. I can be more diligent. I can be more creative. I can be more cooperative. Sinatra expanded outside of his comfort zone by joining the Rat Pack group and pursuing an additional avenue through film starting in 1946. While Sinatra's audience was getting sick of his music and critical of his reputation, the Brooklyn, Dog the Brooklyn Dodgers were struggling as well. After losing multiple World Series to their hometown rival, the New York Yankees, they knew they would have to make a change. The Dodgers were one of three major league teams in New York, and they were not the first preference. This condition meant that city officials were hesitant to fund a new ballpark for the Dodgers. To solve this problem, the Dodgers relocated to Los Angeles, where they were able to achieve a, a World Series victory two years later in 1959. The Dodgers were being very proactive in their approach about how to make the best decisions for their franchise. The team as a whole had a purpose to fight as hard as possible to win. This meant finding freedom to pursue, to pursue their goal of becoming the best team in Major League Baseball. Despite the challenges they encountered, 
they rallied together and pursued a new avenue. This is comparable to Sinatra's lyrics, quote, and if I didn't think it was worth one single try, I'd jump right on a big bird and then I'd fly. Rather than focusing on their weaknesses, the management of the Dodgers took a different approach for another shot at success. They used creative thinking to craft a solution and employed a very effective style of leadership, which is to be proactive, especially in times of doubt. Sinatra employed this exact same leadership approach of being proactive when he was faced with challenges. He was motivated to retain his stardom like the Dodgers were motivated to win a World Series. To do this, he turned to the acting profession. His second acting project allowed him to gain traction with both the sport and musical audiences. It was a comedy musical titled, titled quote, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, end quote, which was released in 1949. His support for Major League Baseball was paramount in this project, and it has since become a major staple in sports culture today. Despite his interest and passion in this newfound opportunity, one project surely wouldn't serve as a one-size-fits-all solution to all of his issues. His issues included in 1950, a third-party affair which led to, which led to a failed marriage. He borrowed $200,000 from Columbia Records to pay his taxes, and he had a hemorrhage in his voice due to an overuse from an extreme performance schedule. Nevertheless, he was still able to reinvent his image by continuing to act in movies that employed certain motifs, such as baseball, war events, and love relationships. His project, From Here to Eternity, was a 1953 movie based on war and romance in connection to Pearl Harbor in 1941. Patience and persistence had finally proven to result in success for Sinatra. In 1954, he had finally regained his status and recognition by winning both an Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in the film From Here to Eternity. Based on these examples of Sinatra and the Dodgers, it is evident that pride, proactiveness, persistence, and prioritization can result in overall success, even with obstacles that may initially appear to be overly challenging. Sinatra's film, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, was one of the biggest hits of his acting career. Set in the early days of the 20th century, the film, quote, follows the story of three star ball players and entertainers, end quote. This became a smash hit and cemented Sinatra into baseball culture throughout generations. But this song was only the first step in how Sinatra would change the foundations of the relationship between music and baseball. His next big mark started at the Radio City Music Hall in 1978 when he decided to try out the newly written song titled New York, New York by Don Costa. His performance caught the eyes of nearly every New Yorker and the attention of all of the higher-ups in the New York Yankees. Then-Yankees owner George Steinbrenner was an avid music fan and was looking for the team's first victory song. He was looking to bridge the gap even more between baseball and music. He decided that the song New York, New York captured the essence of everything New York. The Yankees president at the time, Randy Levin, said that the song is an, is is an anthem to the city, and the hardworking people who live in it. 
Steinbrenner ultimately decided that Sinatra would be picked to perform the song as his voice captured what he believed was the soul and essence of New York. It has been stated that, quote, Frank's bombastic new version full of loud brass, strings, and percussion hit all the bright notes of defiance, swagger, and optimism that the New York area was famous for, end quote. After Sinatra's initial performance at the Yankees game, it was decided that his voice would be heard after every game, win or lose. The Yankees president, Randy Levin, also said that the tradition is unlikely to change anytime soon. These multiple assertions give further credit and meaning to Sinatra's song in connection to the New York Yankees and the city itself. Nevertheless, it is important to give context about the history and reputation that the New York Yankees have had in Major League Baseball. Over the duration of the MLB, the Yankees have won the most World Series titles ever, with 27. Because of this, the Yankees have always been the powerhouse of baseball. Sinatra was once an underdog in the city, and his inclusion in the New York Yankees tradition has significantly added to his resume and helped to build his career to total fame status. It's hard to imagine having any more recognition, yet the legendary Sinatra was still able to achieve more. His success and prowess in the film and music industry also allowed him to gain recognition from political figures. This is something that very few artists and celebrities are capable of. One source states that, as a little guy from Hoboken, Frank Sinatra campaigned for Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He built a helipad at his Palm Springs estate for John F. Kennedy, and he canceled a concert to fly to Washington when President Ronald Reagan was shot. Frank Sinatra became an influential leader in the 20th century through his voice and his acting. He portrayed his values through songs in an ambiguous yet ubiquitous way. He was a leader who never gave up and strove to empower his audience to do the same. He influenced millions and came back from a dip in his career that many thought would be the end of his stardom. He came back and changed the way the sport of baseball viewed music through his performance of New York, New York, forever bridging the gap between music and baseball. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up in a city 